1: A lifetime original podcast. I mean,
2: I guess he didn't see us, so he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, we sounded like we were twelve. I said, "Drop the routine." I was like, "Be fun." I love a lifetime movie. Red lipstick, bright red lipstick. So you know, you know, she's got more than business on her mind, honey. You can get along
1: on vacation. You can make it work with. Pff, I can make it work with a damn gecko. <laughs>
2: I like things that are nice, I just don't like making them nice. I'd take a corn husk flower from Oreo me! I'd take a whole corn husk bouquet.
3: (laughs) So, how was your thing last night?
4: What thing?
3: I heard from the cheese me Hotline that you were drinking margaritas with Miss Warm Wishes last night.
4: And by cheese me Hotline, you mean Matt?
3: Mm, and to think that I was gonna make you empanadas. Oh, Maggie. What? You had a meeting about family business. Well, this is your family. Now we want to be all up in your business. Ooh, busted.
4: Hey, whose side are you on?
1: Hers. Allowance, remember? Assez- in- the- I've always wanted to be an a aqua. Hello. Hello! (laughs) Welcome to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I'm Megan Gailey, and I am joined by my silent night angel, the Christmas (laughs) spirit, the ghost of Christmas past, and the ghost (laughs) of Christmas future, Naomi Ekpergen.
2: Now that's an introduction. (laughs) Thank you so much for getting us all in the Christmas spirit. (sighs) Megan... Can we just talk about how right before we started recording, I got to meet your father over Zoom yeah. and it was everything to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. What were you expecting? Because people are usually like, oh, I feel like your dad, he's going to be like a senator or like an astronaut. Um. And then <laughs> he maybe has that look,
2: but a very different personality. Well, he definitely gave me like college or high school coach energy. Okay, okay. Kind of. I definitely thought he would be like wiry and respectful. To cold, uh-huh. uh-huh. and like I thought he would be wearing like a tucked in polo shirt around his own home.
1: Mm-hmm. No, in- instead he was in a free United Way t shirt and no pants,
2: <laughs> and no pants. You guys, was, there's nothing funnier than to meet someone to talk to them, and then he goes, "I have to sneak out of here." Like what? What was he holding? A chair? He was holding a chair. He did have boxer briefs on. Um, so I don't want you, well. I don't want you <laughs> folks to think I
1: just hang out with my pantsless father. Um, but I well,
2: okay, the listeners know you used to be naked. That you like to wear your towel to dinner. Exactly.
1: Yes, I do. And I still would. And I know it will come up over the holidays. My brothers will bring it up and shame me for it again.
2: Oh my gosh, I truly love it. Can you tell us, you know, the Christmas gift plan for your parents? I always find it so yeah. tough to get stuff for parents.
1: Yeah. So I bought my mom a really expensive ring. Um, I guess I Ooh. shouldn't tell it. I, no, it actually wasn't that expensive. <laughs> but I bought her, I bought her like a like nice brand of a ring that like jewelry mm-hmm. she really loves because I know she's gonna. Did be... you go to Jared? No, I went to <laughs> Saks. Okay, we love and and I know that she's going to be helping a lot with the baby and has already helped a lot. And I got Mm -hmm. myself a matching ring. So I bought two of them Um... and then we have a matching one. And then CJ, he's great at gifts. He bought my parents really cute like Nike tennis warm up outfits. So like a top and a oh. bottom. And so my mom's okay. is red and my dad's is Navy and they love to go for walks. So I oh, said like, they're going to look like the wasp version of the couple that's in Christmas vacation that lives next door. You know, it's like Julie Louise <laughs> Dreyfus <laughs> yes. and that like slicked back hair, man. So they're <laughs> going to be like that version in like really like matching track suits. So uh-huh. I can't, I can't so wait for fun. the gated neighborhood to feast their eyes on that.
2: That is going to be so good. Can't wait for the next door thread. It's going to come out. Do you get your mom stuff? Well, you know, lately my mom's thing. She'll be like, okay, I'm going to put some stuff in my Amazon cart. You okay. just buy it. Okay. You know, it's real. I don't, I'm not good at gifts at all. Uh, and also it's like, what do you get people mm-hmm. who, you know, I've been Can buying buy gifts for. anything. Yeah, yeah. I've been buying gifts for like 25 years. Yeah, That's the time I've had money. Not much when I was 12. but you Yeah, got I'm it. like, 20 you've had money for 25 years? know, <laughs> yeah, I was collecting a little bit of something and then yeah. being like, here you go. But yeah, I'd never know what to get. So I appreciate it. But, you know, it does take some of the magic out of it.
1: Yeah. I really hook up my nieces and nephew. Like, I'm definitely... There was never anyone in my life that was buying me presents, so that I'm buying them presents. Um, and my brothers, I've heard them warn their children like, Aunt Megan's <laughs> about to have a baby, and then it's over
2: for you, okay, exactly. I was gonna say, they can't be having that now no. that you got a mouth to feed, right.
1: So it's a wrap for them. Um, and so this <laughs> is sort of the final Christmas where I'm like, really, kind of spoiling them. And then I may never care about them again, you know? (laughs) Absolutely,
2: absolutely. And you know what? How old
1: is the oldest? Um, The oldest is in fourth grade. I believe she's 10. And then the youngest
2: is two. I was going to say like if they were older I would be like okay one of them can help babysit you know so you might want to keep that one happy yeah. but no they're still they're all too young. I bet in like 2 years she could
1: cuz she's very mature and mm-hmm. very um, you know like loves to read is like a very good girl and she's the one who um loves to act and sing. So oh, we, we I'm always bribing her with a trip out to Los Angeles.
2: And really quick guys something you should give yourself for Christmas is watching my Netflix special. Yep, I said it. Granted, it actually drops on the fourth night of Kwanzaa, but you can just treat yourself, okay? Treat yourself. December 29th, that is a Wednesday, on Netflix, season three of The Stand-Ups drops, all six episodes. Your girl is one episode. Make sure you click my thumbnail. Honestly, you just need to watch like three minutes of it for the algorithm to register. But you know, whatever you feel.
1: But you're going to want to watch the whole thing. I got to see Naomi run this and open for her a few times when she was doing it in Los Angeles. It is so funny. I am so excited to see how all the glam and the outfits (laughs) and the lighting and the sound and everything turned out. Oh, and it's happening at the perfect time in between Christmas and New Year's when we really have nothing to do but eat (laughs) and watch our girl on Netflix. So I am so excited, almost as excited as I am for today's movie whose theme is family is everything. (gasps) Ain't that the truth? Today's movie is called Holiday in Santa Fe, and if you did not catch this premiere on Lifetime, you can find it on Amazon, Apple, Google Play, Voodoo Fandango. I did not just put a curse on you, which, (laughs) by the way, is where you can watch many, many more Lifetime holiday movies, both new and classics.
2: Yes. Also, like speaking of all these new and classics, shout out to the first Queer Lifetime holiday movie that features two women. That is happening. Last year, Lifetime gave us the Christmas setup, which we did cover and we did love. You know, we did. So check out this year's gem, Under the Christmas Tree, premiering December 19th on Lifetime. Oh my God. I love it. Lifetime is getting inclusive. We love to see it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and later this episode, we are going to have the star of Holiday in Santa Fe, the one and only (sighs) Mario Lopez. Can you believe? A.C. Slater, a man I've seen at Clippers games. I mean, this is thrilling. (laughs) Holiday in Santa Fe, sparks fly when a greeting card executive arrives in Santa Fe to acquire a tight-knit family company that creates ornaments inspired by Mexican Christmas traditions. (gasps) Tight-knit family,
2: like we said. Family first. Hello, it's all about family, especially now. Oh my God, I think it's time that we got into it. So we open on gorgeous shots of Santa Fe, Mm. which I've never been to Santa Fe, actually. Have you ever been, Megan? I haven't ever been either. And as I was watching this, I was like, I think Naomi and I should go. Okay. You know we can buy a lot of turquoise jewelry if we go. We soon see a giant banner that says Winterfest. And then we meet the gorgeous Tony, naturally played by Mario Lopez. And he's obviously like the cool kid in town, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's throwing a football. Go deep. Go deep. Go He's yelling go Jaguars to a teen. He's tipping a mariachi band. And also, I love when he speaks Spanish. Yes, I got excited,
1: thrilled whenever people were speaking Spanish. It just like sounded really beautiful. Especially like English going into Spanish. You're like, yeah, this is a much more lovely language. <laughs> um, so Tony and his family own like a Christmas store that is tricked out out and we see people coming in and out and they are smiling they have ciders the energy is brimming um and business is booming and tony's dad is there even though he's supposed to be retired and we we see him at the shop the entirety of the film so he's definitely (laughs) not retired and we learn that someone from a company called warm warm wishes is going to come by and see the shop this afternoon
4: you said no thank you no, let's hear what they have to say. Tell your sister? Not yet. Tony, tell your sister. I will. I'm going to pick a Frankie
2: at the house. I'll tell her then. Family first. Always. Family first. Yes. And also, the thing with their Christmas shop is, you know, this is not just a shop for a month, okay? This is a Christmas all-year-round shop. They take it seriously. Christmas is the family business, literally, but also the family's emotional brand. Yeah. And by emotional brand, I mean, it's the only thing they all agree on. Yeah. There's a
1: town in Indiana called Santa Claus, Indiana.
2: And wow. it's a uh, year-round
1: Christmas there, obviously. Oof, oof. Yeah. um Yeah. Then we meet gorgeous Belinda who is on FaceTime and we come to know her as this person coming from Warm Wishes. Um, She's FaceTiming with her mom who's filling her in on sort of family Christmas antics and her mom is like, where are you now? So we get the impression that like Belinda's always traveling and going different places and she
2: looks around and is like,
1: (sighs) Santa Fe.
2: She does say it so magically, like she's really taking it in. Then Belinda gets a call from her work friend, Kevin. Santa Fe is so beautiful this time of year.
5: I won't be here long enough to find out. I should be back in Chicago in two days. Oh, you'll be back in time for the Christmas party. Thank goodness, because last year you left me alone for 10 minutes, and then I was stuck singing Christmas karaoke with the accounting department.
2: And Kevin, we love him. He's Mm -hmm. comic relief. He's the work bestie you can get behind. So, you know, she's like, okay, I'm just going to be here for a hot minute. But then when she gets there... The front desk guy at the hotel is like, Mr. Ortega booked you our holiday suite for five nights.
6: Two nights, not five.
2: Well, we've got you booked for five. Enjoy the Winterfest. So she's like, okay. I guess I'm staying five days? Yeah. I mean, really. Really? So Tony gets to his sister's house. His sister Magdalena, but they call her Maggie. Thank God, because I was like, I don't know if I can write Magdalena this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Maggie has a daughter named Frankie, who's also like very cute and fun. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Christmas vibe is everywhere. And Maggie is riding a stationary bike and singing Jingle Bells while Tony films her. Jingle Bells,
3: Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way.
2: There she is, getting ready for the Tour de France. Don't,
1: don't you work. dare stop filming me right now.
2: Which I think is if you filmed me exercising, I would be like terrorist act. Mm-hmm. How dare you?
1: And to be working out to jingle bells, like it's just so funny. <laughs> I don't even think it was like an in-sync version. I think it's like classic jingle bell version. Yep.
2: Oh yeah, classic and, jingle bells. And
1: we have Tony give her the scoop on Warm Wishes. Oh, by the way, someone from Warm Wishes is coming by the shop today.
3: Whoa, 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 warm wishes? Why? Did you tell them no?
4: No. Let's hear what they have to say.
3: No, Tony, they're total sellouts, okay? Corporations are not Christmassy. We are always Christmas. No, it it doesn't hurt to hear them out.
4: Better to turn down an offer than an opportunity.
2: Okay, so Tony is interested in selling the family business, and no one else is. Mm -hmm. That is the dynamic right now. That Mm -hmm. is the vibe. And so, you know, you can see Maggie's, like, real tight about it. But then Tony and Frankie, they go Christmas shopping. And right before he leaves, though, he's, like, testing Maggie, like, House looks great. Feels like mom. And you can tell by the way he says it and her, like, warm reaction that Mm -hmm. mom has passed. Yes. You know that. You know that. Whenever someone's, like, just like mom, and also I think a really crucial part of any lifetime Christmas movie is at least one deceased parent.
1: A thousand percent. And this mom was, like, special. You know, it's never, like, it's never a loved one that, like, no one liked is dead. You know, it's, like, a magical loved one. Um, So, work friend Kevin calls Belinda back, and he says, You know, Rogers has been trying to buy Costi Milagro for years, so if you close this deal, you are
5: definitely going to get a promotion, which means I am definitely going to get a promotion, which means we are both definitely going to get a promotion.
2: No pressure. Absolutely. Okay. So as you wrote in the notes, stakes, stakes, stakes. Of course. Now they're high. Now we love it. Did you clock that when they ended their phone call, they said, I love you to each other?
1: Um, I didn't, but I love that you did. But I did clock (laughs) that this is now like December 22nd and high level business deals are still going on. And Naomi, we work in a business that shuts down December 5th. Like you can't I was gonna say shuts down
2: a week before Thanksgiving. Like (laughs) right. People are like, Like, we're done.
1: Emails right now are like, yeah, let's just circle back in 2022. So we we are just not used to like we gotta get this closed by Christmas. Like it just really it is it is funny. And and it's stakes that are so perfect for a Christmas movie
2: specifically. It's so true. It's so true. So Tony. And Frankie are going for ice cream. And, like, as they're walking down the street, they pass Belinda, but they mm-hmm. don't know each other yet. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But then she stops and she's like, do you know where I can find a copper horse?
4: Actually, it's a copper donkey. The nearest one is right down here on the street on the right. You can't miss it.
2: Because, basically, there are a bunch of <laughs> copper donkeys in Santa uh-huh. Fe, which, fun fact, and basically she's going to meet Tony there. But she's like, okay, which copper donkey, which I think is very, very silly. mm mm-hmm. Um, But also, I like a lot of fun Santa Fe facts. We get a lot of fun Santa Fe facts throughout the film.
1: Which only made me want to go there. And then we have this sweet little Mm -hmm. moment where we learn Frankie can just manipulate anyone with a look of a face. She calls a man who looks nothing like Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. Has anyone
5: ever told you you look like a young Tom Cruise?
1: And then she not only gets to cut the line, she also gets free ice cream. And I'm like, yes, I am young Frankie. Um, I am what Frankie grows into. Just complimenting weird looking men and trying to get free things.
2: We love like move over young Sheldon. It's time for young Frankie. Get that on the horn. We love it.
1: Yes, seducing ice cream parlor workers. Um, So Tony... Takes Frankie to the store, leaves her with the mom. And then he's like, I got to go meet the Warm Wishes lady. And Magdalena goes into like s- Cinderella mode. Get the cleaner from the back. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, like right. she is rushing to get everything ready. She even tells the mariachi band like, you three, in, grab a broom. Yeah. We'll say this, I
2: mean. Come on. Pick up a broom. vamos." All right. Clean it up. Make it look good. We so, want we want them to want us. So for not wanting to sell, she is like, well, right? I do <laughs> no, want to, you know,
1: even when you go on a date with someone you don't like, you're like, well, I still want them to like me. Exactly.
2: So they meet at the Copper Donkey and like there's a sense of sparks, but like nothing crazy yet. I mean, look, they're both two hot people. Yes. So you're like, sure, of course, it's the natural order of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a moment where she's like, she says, pretty cool.
4: Santa Fe tends to be.
2: Wow. And there are things that only Mario Lopez can say and make work. He can make it work in a way that it's like, you have a gift. This is how you stay in this business for like 47 years. Uh You know what I'm saying? And and busy Um, too.
1: It is, I wonder, because when I hear like greeting card executive, I'm not thinking young hot Belinda. And when I hear Christmas shop owner, I'm not thinking young hot Mario. So I do hope that at least in both of their minds, they were like, hmm. Well, this is a pleasant surprise. (laughs) 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 Um,
2: When they get inside the shop, Belinda is just like, she's still got that wide-eyed Disney princess vibe. You know, the mariachi Mm -hmm. band is playing. It's decorated. They are, you know, can a store be dressed to the nines? It's that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. So listen to this as Tony gives her a rundown. Should
6: we sit down and discuss the offer? Warm Wishes is very motivated to do the deal. Tony, when you called, I grabbed the first flight. Mm
1: okay 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 so warm wishes did not reach out to them tony reached out to warm wishes so this is a new wrinkle in the story Mm -hmm. and he definitely tries to downplay it um and then he gifts belinda a milagro heart which is like a special kind of art piece that their mom used to make
2: Yes, and, like, all the art is mom's artwork inspired by her, you know? And so what you also kind of get is that Maggie is trying to sort of take up mom's mantle. You Mm -hmm. know, she is an artist, but, of course, there's that pressure. We all feel that pressure. It's like, okay, how am I going to do something as good as my deceased mother who the entire town loves? You know what I mean? Like, my God, she's got pressure. The whole movie, Maggie, is just like, I'm working on it. And I was like, I get it. I get it, Maggie. I
1: think, like, five (laughs) different times someone says to her, pressure, no pressure. No pressure. I know. Pressure, Pressure.
2: no pressure. I was like, I was like, rude. Yeah. I was like, leave her alone. But basically, after he gives her a heart, Tony and Belinda walk through town and they start talking business. Mm -hmm. So listen to this. I'm aware you guys have an amazing track record. I'm a big fan.
6: And we are fans of yours. Have been for a long time.
1: Hence the size of our offer.
2: Yes, the offer is big. Yes.
1: The offer is big. And the woman bringing the offer is hot. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that made me think, that is never how show business is. The, <laughs> the, the offer is small and the person
2: delivering it is mean. <laughs> mean, like angry about it. Yeah. And you're like, please, can I have some more? Yeah. Um, later, Maggie and her dad discussed the deal. And it was like, basically what you get, you know, the way this business is continuing to go on is it like, Tony's the business side, Maggie's the art side. I mean, Dad is a lot Dad is a lot more willing and open to selling than you would think he'd be mm-hmm. as a widower. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, Dad, really? You don't want the business where you hang out all day every day, no, even he, after you're retired? All right.
1: Newber, he wants a new recliner and a flat screen TV. And to that I say, <laughs> yes, Dad. Okay, so Belinda <laughs> is staying at the Drury Hotel, which is a real hotel chain. How did you know that? Well, because they show it, they like- we have b-roll. Of yeah, I knew it. the name but And it's- then and then everything about the hotel is like so magical to her. Like the front desk mm. guy is so nice when they bring her breakfast. There's a fresh flower. It's decorated. Right. She's in a suite. Like it is right. a Drury Hotel commercial and mm-hmm. I like that. I'm totally fine with that. I love the product placement. And it's tasteful because you didn't realize it and I did because Mm -hmm. I've stayed at a jewelry hotel before. Um, There it is. So Tony has decided he's going to show Belinda around Santa Fe so they can get to know each other. And this is exactly like a hometown episode in The Bachelor.
4: Look, why don't I show you around Santa Fe tomorrow and we can discuss more of that? My dad always said, know who you're getting into business with.
6: You're right. I don't want you to feel rushed. This is a big decision. And this is my first time in Santa Fe. So an extra day could be nice.
4: Great. Then,
2: mañana.
6: I look forward to it.
2: (laughs) That feels very right. Yes. That really makes sense. Because he's basically like, well, if we're going to go into business together, we have to get to know each other. Uh huh. And then also, the, when she shows up, she's wearing, you know, when we first see her, she's giving us leather skirt blouse, okay, mm-hmm. and way mm-hmm. too high heels. Now when it's time for the hometown visit a la Bachelor, she's got jeans, a short boot. Mm-hmm. She's ready to have fun, you know? Right.
1: Um. So Tony is giving her facts about Santa Fe, and we basically— and it's really old um, and there's, uh-huh. <laughs> there's churches and St. Augustine's the oldest Santa Fe's the second oldest okay great um, and then Belinda sort of dodges a question about her backstory and herself and then she decides to open up when I was a kid my mother and I would shop at the Warm Wishes store every year during
6: Christmas the lights colors smells Christmas cookies it always seems so magical It was my favorite time of year and I always wondered why we couldn't feel that way all year round.
4: So you made it your job. Sounds like you ended up at the right place.
1: Yeah.
2: It's where I belong. Wow, it's where she belongs. Warm wishes is where she belongs. So this isn't just a job. It's an no. identity. Mm-hmm.
1: Whenever someone starts a story with when I was a kid, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> um now, Naomi, I was wondering if this is how you feel about stand-up comedy. That that's
2: where I belong? Yeah. I'll tell you this. I do.
1: Wow! I do.
2: The only thing I like in this business <laughs> is doing stand-up. What
1: about you, Megan? You know, I I think I asked that question to be silly. And now that I hear you answer mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. a sincere way, I'm like Yeah, I think I feel the same (laughs) way. I want a Milagro heart.
2: I know. Oh, gosh. Tony takes Belinda to Winterfest. Also, can we just like sidebar the name Belinda is like so Disney princessy as it is. Mm -hmm. And it's like very to me. Belinda is a Christmas name. Belinda and Magdalena. It's beautiful, beautiful. I can't handle it. Yeah. So it's so much. But before you think Belinda is too, you know, prissy, Tony takes her to Winterfest and they compete in a ham toss. which involves throwing a ham like a football and uh-huh. seeing who can throw it the farthest. And she throws it 26 feet. Wow. And then they say the winner is going to be announced on Christmas Eve. So I would like to point out that now we've got a new reason to stay in town, mm-hmm. which is finding out the winner of the ham toss. Uh-huh. And that's how you know a comedian wrote this. Christella yeah. Alonso. To me, that is such a funny specific where it's like, you'll find out if you won the ham toss if you stay till Christmas.
1: And they <laughs> are like invested in this. I was worried because I love a honey baked ham. And I was like, what do they do with these hams after they throw them? Because they're launched through the air and hit the ground pretty hard that I'm like, is the ham bruised in a way that it can't be eaten? I hope not. No,
2: it must be frozen ham. I mean, it also, not like they leave it there, right? They just make a mark of how far you, and then they bring the ham back. It could just be one ham being thrown over and over.
1: Well, but then that's not fair because it gets beaten down and then it becomes lighter and more
2: aerodynamic. Um and I was Okay, we know you watch sports. Just, now we're talking about what happened. It was like uh helium gate or air what happened? Deflate football. Deflate gate. Deflate gate. I said helium gate. Well, you know, unsporty. I'll also say that like nothing is more Indiana than you talking about the aerodynamics of ham. <laughs> that is the most Indiana-ish. I'd I don't ever heard, girl. Oh. You like, well if you keep tossing the same piece of ham, it's like, okay, Midwest. Then it's going to
1: be (laughs) post.
2: Okay, so
1: meanwhile, while the ham toss is happening, Maggie's doing actual work and she is stressing over her art piece that she is supposed to unveil at like the Winterfest gathering.
0: Mother was an artist like her mother and her
3: mother before. That's a lot of generations of women for me to disappoint.
1: Um, so they reminisce over mom, um, all of the female ancestors in the family are artists. So not just her mom, grandmother, great grandmother, and both of my grandmothers were artists. And so this did, this did hit me in a really sweet spot. What kind of art? My Nana Bobo was a sculptor and, and made incredible busts. Um, I'm sitting next to, gosh, I, you know what? I have one right here. Oh my God.
2: Bring it here, honey. This one
1: is not a bust. I'm going
2: to get a screen grab for the Zoom.
1: This one is not a bust, but it is, um, this is of all of my dad and his brother, all of my dad and his brother's faces.
2: Wow. It's a little scary, but really well done.
1: So I realized that the little boy's faces looked kind of scary on Zoom. Um, so now I'm showing (laughs) you instead a hand that she did. Really, really beautiful detail. I'm putting it back now.
2: So while Megan is putting down a hand, I'm just going to tell you that Belinda and Tony are tasting hot chili peppers. And it's like, you know, these chilies be hot because they have to sign a waiver and wear gloves. And Tony like takes one bite and is like, I can't, I can't. But Belinda is like, I love the heat. She doesn't flinch. So you're like, ooh, she's saucy. She's sassy. She's fiery. And then Frankie somehow finds them, and she's like, I need help with a dance thing. And she has an iPad with her kind of most of the movie. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I need help with a dance thing. So basically she wants to film them dancing. And then she goes through the choreography so fast, really fast.
1: Okay, you guys. So the first thing is one, two, lift your leg up, two, cat down, slide, slide, boom, boom. I was like, Ah! wait, one. Oh, and like it was, like they just went through it once. There wasn't like a repeat. And then immediately she was like, okay, we need to film it. (laughs) And they all nailed it. Mario, yeah, of course, they all nail it. Belinda, Frankie, and um, wow. Whew.
2: I know, I know. My nightmare is like a tween approaching me and asking me to dance and going through moves too fast and then me not knowing the moves. Like, do you ever have that stress dream when yeah. you're in a dance class or something where you have to do the moves? Like, what are they doing? I'm trying to keep up.
1: No, if a tween came up to me and wanted to do that, I'd be like, oh, I'm on a prank show. <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> you're, you're trying to frame me for something. Um, Absolutely. So... At this point, the two lovebirds are recapping how fun the day was. And this yes. is for the first time when we see the sparks really flying. First
6: time dance video, first time ham toss, first time chili pepper contest. It
1: wasn't a
4: contest, but you did kill it at all three triple threat.
6: It was a contest. Mm. It was fun beating you.
4: I'm not going to lie. That chili was next
2: level.
6: For you, obviously. I've eaten hotter.
4: Okay, take it easy.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But then Belinda switches back to business mode and is like, so great. We're trying to buy out the company. We want the name, the art. It's all ours. And Tony is like, um... I'm not really sure about all that. You know, I was hoping for a collaboration. Mm -hmm. So now Belinda is like, okay, I got to stay here, put the pressure on because I got to get this business so I can get this promotion. So basically she's like, well, I I don't know anyone in town. Do you want to get dinner? Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I've got an expense account. And I was like, I'm into that. Yes, I love somebody being like, let's go to the fanciest place ever Mm -hmm. because I'm not paying. So we love it.
1: So they decide to have a quote unquote, business dinner um Mm -hmm. then we see belinda she's back at the hotel kevin is like are we promoted yet and um he's also like oh bd dubs i did some research what kind of
5: research well i didn't realize that the son was running the company now i looked up his social media wow he is very attractive
1: yeah i noticed and then these like gorgeous photos of Mario Lopez are popping up on the screen. Like, yeah, we didn't know he had an eight pack. Um, right? And so then Belinda's like, yeah, I know. I'm going to dinner with him tonight. And then we go very meta. Listen to this. This is like one of those
5: romantic holiday movies where the hot executive woman falls for the hunky local guy and they get married and her best friend comes and lives with them. Yes,
1: Kevin uh-huh. is mm-hmm. thinking
2: what we are thinking. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we love, especially because after that, Belinda decides to wear red lipstick, bright red lipstick. Wow. So, you know, you know, she's got more than business on her mind. Mm. Wow. Holiday in Santa Fe. Kevin also says that. (sighs) Holiday in
1: Santa Fe. How romantic.
5: Um, Yeah, he does say the title of the film. Yes, which we we love. love.
1: Okay, so then we have Maggie grilling Tony about calling Belinda. We, they still haven't mm-hmm. had that conversation and mm-hmm. him wanting to sell. And then Maggie confesses that, of course, she misses her mom and that making the art piece this year is just very, very hard. And Tony mm-hmm. assures her that they will get through this together.
2: Even though it's like, are we really going to do it together if you right? out here calling warm wishes without telling me? It's like, yeah. Tony, Um, how together are we, brother? Yeah. You're going to dinner and I'm in the studio.
1: Yeah. Um, then we go to the restaurant and there is a host at the restaurant. And I would just like to also state that this is my friend, too. We did college theater together.
2: Wow. 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 So he's a Purdue guy.
1: Yes. Very talented. Love him. He's on um, Entertainment Tonight or Access Hollywood. Let me look oh up. Let okay. me look it up. Scott Evans. This is
2: very exciting. Oh, yeah. Well, while Megan finds out what her friend is on, I'm going to tell you, just in case you didn't know, of course, Belinda comes into the restaurant looking hot. She's wearing a bright red skin tight dress to match the lipstick. Yes. And you're like, OK, Belinda, let them know. And the body is, is very exciting.
1: Banging. Um, OK, so, yeah. So Scott Evans, who plays Matt, the host, he is a co-anchor on Access Hollywood. Thank you.
2: Oh, we love that. Okay, multiple gigs. He's on that hustle. Mm -hmm. We'd love to see it. Um,
1: So while they're having dinner um, with her dressed very sexy and hot, we have this little interaction. I'm a bit of a workaholic, obviously. I'm in Santa Fe working the week of Christmas.
4: So no one special back in Chicago?
6: Just my parents. What about you?
4: Me? No. No one special in Chicago for me either. (laughs) I had a relationship back in New York. Great job in finance, awesome apartment on 57th Street. Then my mom got sick. I moved back here, she stayed there, and well, you know the rest.
6: Wow. So you just up and quit your job, left your entire life in New York, and came back for your family? Just like that?
5: Of course.
4: Like my dad always says, family first. You gotta be willing to sacrifice everything for family
2: okay, now there' are a lot, there's a lot here for me that I'm interested in unpacking. First of all, I love that she says she's a workaholic. I love this kind of like, I'm a workaholic. Why do you think I'm here on Christmas? It's like, say your archetype. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell us who you are. Also, Mario name checks a big apartment on 57th Street. And I said, absolutely. Why would Excuse you leave that? I hope you're subletting. Excuse 57th Street? Excuse me? And what apartment in New York is big? Ooh, wow. Oh, honey, he could have been living a penthouse life. I mean, you guys, if you've never been to New York, if you're listening, 57th Street, we're talking Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. We're talking Columbus Circle. Right we're talking the, the center of it all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, so that's amazing. But also, I'm going to tell you this, though. He's all like, you got to be willing to sacrifice everything for family. Mm. Now, Megan, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think it
1: um, I think it depends if you like your family. You know, like, absolutely, I like my family. Sacrifice my marriage, I don't know. I really like my husband too. There's people (laughs) in my family I would definitely sacrifice for my husband. Um, and then there's people in my family maybe I wouldn't, but but just blanket statement family, no, 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 no. I have an uncle in QAnon, so right, definitely, also like
2: sacrificing everything, you know, it's not just blanket family, it's also blanket everything. It's like, okay, pull it back, pull it back.
1: Um, Okay, so then Mario pays for dinner, despite her having an expense account, because he's like, well, Ooh. we talked about more than business. Ooh, we love it. So then they go to the shop at night. I mean, this is a full episode of The <laughs> Bachelor. Like, it really is. <laughs> so they go to the shop at night, and it's even more magical at night. Um, And he's like, I just needed you to come down and see this, because- It's so magical. And she says, You can't see this
2: on a spreadsheet.
1: Yes. And then she says,
6: I love how a corn husk can be turned into art.
2: Wow. But she says it like she's undressing him. Yeah. So it's like sensual somehow. Mm -hmm. I love how a corn husk can be turned into art. And and, (laughs) that's so, I can't say
1: it without laughing. No. And as a girl from Indiana who loves corn and it has such a special place in her heart, I agree with that, Belinda. And (laughs) that was a sexy phrase to me too.
2: The next morning, Tony goes to Maggie's house. Obviously, he's had this wonderful date. But then his family calls him out for having dinner with Belinda. And then he immediately turns the tables. Listen to this.
3: Tony, you're not thinking about us or the shop. You're thinking about yourself.
2: Oh, really? And what have you been doing, Maggie? We have
3: an
4: unveiling at Winterfest in three days. Great way to honor mom with an empty stage.
3: I know, okay? I'm trying. It's just, I need inspiration.
4: Oh, do you need inspiration? Well, check this out. This is
2: their offer. Okay, then he shows Maggie basically the offer, you know, the, mm-hmm. the price on his phone. And she's Maggie's like, what? And then he shows dad, and he's like, what? And then shows to Frankie, and she's like, what? And so obviously it's like, okay, without giving us a number, we know... That, like, if they sell this business, I'm like, life-changing monies. Mm-hmm. It could pop. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it could change everything. So it's like, mm.
1: Um, so Belinda's going to come to dinner that night. And, at their house. Yeah, at oh the house. God. That's so much. That's so much. And then I don't like that at all. And then they find <laughs> out that he gave her a corn husk flower, which is, like, Obviously, his move or like right. a big move, something. There's a lot of meaning in the right. corn husk flower.
2: Yeah, because dad was like, oh, I gave one to your mother on our first date. So it's wow. like, okay, okay, the flower means something. Yeah. I bet Tony's given out a lot of corn husk flowers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'd take a corn husk flower from Mario oh, Me, I'd take a whole corn husk bouquet. <laughs> Before dinner though Belinda meets up with Tony and his dad as they hand out presents to little kids. Uh dad is ho- ho- Jose? Yeah. Okay, as, dressed up as Santa Claus. That's very cute. Yes, obviously Mario Lopez juggles things uh-huh. and children are delighted. What can't Mario Lopez do? Okay? And they're on like a
1: they're on like a retro fire like fire truck that's decorated yeah. to the nines and they are giving out big presents, like huge ones, little ones. And the kids aren't fighting over them. Like none of the kids are like, give me that big one. And I kept being like, these kids
2: look rich. Like I I was going to say, I was like, these don't look like kids who are like needy. No, So I was like, you're just giving presents to kids.
1: Yes. And they're just taking them politely and not fighting. (laughs) I was like, no, this is the fictional scene.
2: (laughs) The magic of Christmas, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But while Tony is, you know, delighting children Belinda and dad they talk about the shop and what it means and so you know this whole idea basically Belinda's getting to know the whole family at this point Mm -hmm. and she seems to be like liked by people Except for Maggie. Because when they go to dinner, Maggie is cold. Maggie does not want to talk about the art piece. Like, she is not having Belinda at all. And then Tony's like, you should take Belinda to the workshop tomorrow. Tony. Tony really keeps throwing Maggie under the bus. And I don't I like know. it.
1: And throwing Belinda. But Linda's like, I'd love to go. And it's like, if someone didn't want me. Like, sometimes people be like, you should go see their show. And it's like, okay. Like, I don't want to <laughs> go places where
2: people don't want me. Not Belinda. She's like, I'm going. I'm going to exactly, that studio. Exactly, exactly. She's like, but you know what it is? Because she's like so gorgeous. She's like, everyone likes me. Exactly. Like it doesn't even like really register her that like perhaps she is not someone's favorite.
1: Her hair is so pretty and so thick and has like, I'm, I am I don't even know if it's like a natural curl at the bottom to it. It's just like perfect <laughs> princess hair. Um. So the next day in the shop, Belinda and her perfect hair, Maggie's got gorgeous hair too. And I kept getting Grace Parra vibes for Maggie. Yes. Um So she shows her the art studio and then she is, Maggie is doing blown glass and I love Choluli. Yeah. I love blown glass. <laughs> there was a show on Netflix that yep. was so good. So soothing. Um, and so Maggie's like a badass, like she's like sh, blowing on. Right. The thing. Like as she's
2: having the conversation too. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. So then that, I mean, of course it's like, then that actress had to learn how to blow glass. Yes. Which I was like, that's wild. You know I, what I mean? I, I Or was like, was that. a special skill? Yes.
1: Or yes, I was like, does she know how to blow glass already? Or did she learn how to blow glass? Cause she's really good. And then Belinda just like sees some things that she has set out. And Maggie's like, no, 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 those aren't very good. No, my mom's were so much better. And Belinda is like
2: gaga over these. I mean, it's yes. just
1: like, these are so beautiful.
2: Right. And so now Maggie's like, okay, maybe I like you a little bit. Compliments work for me too. I also need you to know the whole vibe of this store is a lot of white people coming and going. Mm -hmm. Um, There were some people from Vermont and people are always like, Tony treats us like fam. Yeah. You know, dad, Jose treats us like family. You know, it's like all like that kind of energy.
1: And these were white people that were like, we come to Santa Fe every Christmas. It's like, that is some form of appropriation. I'm not fully <laughs> sure what it is, but it's also <laughs> not okay. And as I told you, I know a lot of white people that love Santa Fe.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 Well, you know, I first knew of Santa Fe from Newsies. You know, it was all about getting mm-hmm. to Santa Fe in that movie musical Newsies. And ever since, I'm like, we got to get there. But <laughs> that's not what this is about. Okay. It's not about Newsies. Basically, Belinda's into Maggie's work. And then when Tony hears this, he kind of uses it as an opening. So listen to this.
4: I know you offered us a buyout, but we're looking for a partnership with Warm Wishes, with, with Maggie as the creative director. Plus, I ran the numbers. And if you do the manufacturing here in Santa Fe, I can save your company up to 30% on all costs and labor and not just in Milagro Designs
2: okay, he is pitching an alternative to a buyout and much like the Christmas setup, there are business details in this movie. Mm -hmm. I love business details. Yes, because he
1: has put together like a portfolio and we learn he lived in New York in this gorgeous apartment on 57th Street because he was like a a business guy. (laughs) I can't, I was like, He's a business guy. I don't even know what the words are because that's how (laughs) out of the corporate world I am. But Tony's got a business financial mind and he put something together
2: right and he's like you can get a tax break we can do this here yes like basically almost like using warm wishes to distribute yeah you know and And Belinda, you get some money
1: and belinda says the idea is really good um because she's telling kevin i'm going to present tony's plan to rogers and then that's when kevin tells her
5: he left yesterday for his christmas vacation
2: and the the stakes are even higher even higher even higher. How? How will we get this to Rogers? How will we get this to Rogers? And then Maggie uh, raises
1: the stakes because she says that if she can't deliver art like their mother did, they should yeah.
2: sell the store. Wow. I, it was just so sad because it was like, at first I was like, she didn't want to sell it. And so now it's like, she's it's like giving up, basically. She's just like, right. well, if I can't make she's it, like, I'm just not whatever. Good. I'm like, no, uh, Maggie. That night we see Tony and Belinda go roller skating and they hold hands during the couple's skate. And, you know, and at this point, again, we're not even at Christmas Day yet. They're spending all their time together. And like it got me thinking, like, what do you think about having like one week long date with someone? In a way, I feel like that's a very efficient way to find out if you get along with somebody. It
1: is, but it isn't because you're in a magical like it's a vacation. Um, and vacation mm-hmm. isn't like I guess Belinda is doing work during this time she's taking calls no, from Kevin she's not. and Tony's yeah. up to stuff but like I always think about with CJ and I were long distance for the first nine months of our relationship And so mm-hmm. anytime he would come to LA or I would go to New York it was vacation and like you yeah. can get along on vacation you can make it work with <laughs> pff, I can make it work with the damn gecko and <laughs> and that's just not reality but that's uh-huh. what The Bachelor like that's why this movie was giving me such like Bachelor and Bachelorette vibes because mm-hmm. that is very much what it is. It's like, we're going to put you in this romantic setting. We're right. going to have all these beautiful things in these beautiful locations. You're going to toss a ham and then you're going to see if you love them at the end. And it's like, of
2: course I do. Right, 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 right. We've been living in a winter wonderland. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing is more magical than like them roller skating. Belinda falls mm-hmm. and then Tony catches her. And then like that turns into a kiss. Mm. And it was honestly, I was like, wow. It was like a real kiss, too.
1: Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. their first kiss was some tongue. Um, (laughs) And I was thrilled by it. I also loved Maggie skating by herself during the couple skate and saying,
3: Singles discrimination! Singles' right to skate! Singles' right to skate!
1: Remember, this is couple skate only. Couples skate
0: only, Maggie.
1: Mom, you're going to get us kicked out again. There's fun comedic touches that, like you're saying, you can tell a stand-up wrote this.
2: Right. The next morning, though, you know, after we have so much fun at the roller rink and we're kind of feeling good, the next morning, Kevin calls about some work stuff (sighs) and it is very depressing. Listen to this.
5: Hello? Okay, so this first one, it is a Christmas tree clock with blinking lights and at the top of every hour, a little Santa Claus jumps out and sings... Let's taco about Navidad. Okay. And then this one is a Mexican Santa holding a Christmas tree and a taco with the piñata hanging off of him.
6: Okay, that's enough.
2: I know, right? I'm not even Latino and I'm offended. Oh, no. Let's taco about Navidad. And this is why we can't have white-owned businesses. Okay? This is, like, not even Acceptable. And if you have not watched the movie, you guys have got to watch because you gotta see the images as well. Because it's like, oh my God. This woman, like literally like a handmade family business. And then they put up some janky, broke ass, busted Hallmark vibes. And I was like, oh my God.
1: It's like don't even don't even use the Casa de Milagro name. Just make your cheesy, weird, racist taco. Um, (laughs) Like, why do you have to drag this beautiful family business into it? And I guess that's like a cover to be like, this is, but it's like, no one would see that and go, this is authentic Mexican art. Right, right. Okay, so Belinda gets to Casa de Milagro the next morning. And remember, this is right after they've had the kiss. So Tony is looking at her with like hearts in his eyes. I know, he's so cute. That energy is immediately smashed when she reveals to him the... Heinous and what we've deemed racist plans, her boss yes. has for the brand. And it does he doesn't even take a beat. Did you know about this? No. I just found out. So you didn't
4: even show your boss my plan.
1: You you didn't even fight for us. He's like mad at Warm Wishes, he's mad at her. Um, right. and he's like, you didn't even
2: present my ideas to your boss. Like he right. he turned right. on her real quick, and it's like Okay, I get that you kind of, like, run your own business, Tony, but we can't all be talking to bosses, like, however, okay? She she didn't even talk to her boss yet. He on Christmas vacation, he really quick was like, you don't even, you don't even try. And it's and like, it was like, she okay,
1: loves but- this business. She has been here for four days and has I been know. like, oh, my God, these things are beautiful. So I, I just was like, wow, you really got mad at her. And see, that's how sometimes a week long, then you go, oh, mm-hmm. he turned on me so fast that, that's yeah. a red flag. That's true. But That's absolutely true. Because it's Maria Lopez. It's like, okay, you can turn on me.
2: Exactly. <laughs> as it's long like, as you turn back. It's like, turn on me and I can watch you walk away, baby. <laughs> Ooh, uh, what was that? How old am I? Anyway, that night, we basically have a double mom moment where Maggie's looking at old photos of her and their mother. And then Frankie comes over with her mom's Christmas present, which is a, a framed note. Siempre cree en ti misma. Te amo,
3: Ma.
1: Do you like it? It's
2: perfect. Exactly what Maggie needs to hear, because she's in her head about like, can I be good at art? Can I do this yeah. any better? And while that's happening, Belinda's FaceTiming with her mom, and her mom is like, follow your heart. And so it's like, see, it's Christmas. Moms are telling us how to make Love, work, how to follow our dreams. Mm -hmm. It's very tender. But so after, you know, Maggie sees that, we get a beautiful montage of her Mm painting. So this whole movie when she's like, I don't know, I don't know. Now she's in the zone, Mm -hmm. okay? And she's loving it. She
1: like hesitates at first. Like She like puts a dab of color and we can't really see the art piece. She like puts it on and then she like pulls back and then it's like, this is it. And I, oh, I love that. I love that very she's all that vibes, you know? Like I will finish this piece of art. Exactly. Then Belinda finally gets her boss on FaceTime. And as you noted, he looks like a mean Santa. And he is, he's sitting in a leather chair and there are golf clubs, um, like balanced on them. Perfect Mm -hmm. boss set dressing. Thank you. Um, and and he's like, Belinda, God, I take one week a year. And it's like, Mr. Right. Rogers, <laughs> I do not think you are the first one at the office and the last one to leave. Okay. Exactly. Um, exactly. And he's like really annoyed with her, but he starts to listen to her ideas anyway.
4: Go on, Miss Sawyer. I'm listening.
2: But it you know, it you think great, she's gonna win him over, but then Belinda goes to Maggie's house and tells her. This. You are the
6: one that needs to represent Casa de Milagro. I believe that. I believe in you, Maggie.
0: That's what I've been trying to tell her.
6: I told my boss he needed to be here today to see what I've seen. To see the
3: unveiling of the peace for himself. You told your boss to come on Christmas Eve? Well, that's one way to get fired. I'm betting on you,
2: Maggie. No pressure. But pressure. Okay, so not only did it not work out, but now Belinda's giving Maggie more pressure. Mm-hmm. Leave Maggie alone, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody up in here. But you know, I will say what is interesting and exciting is that Belinda did get Evil Santa, Mister Rogers, to agree to come to Santa Fe on Christmas Eve. And I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Can you imagine?" His wife must be
1: so. Pissed, or must hate right. him so much that she was like, "Fine, go to Santa Fe." And I'm like, "Right? Is right. he <laughs> is he flying private? Is he flying from Naples? Yes,
2: he Where must is be. this man? He's he's flying private. Absolutely,
1: he can just pick up and be to Santa Fe on. Like we we said this in Miracle and Motor City. Last
2: minute holiday travel I know. is I know. expensive. The ultimate fantasy. That's yeah. the fantasy of yeah. these movies is last minute holiday travel that someone can get that so tony comes over and maggie
1: (laughs) finally is able to tell him what belinda did
4: maggie told me you asked your boss to fly out here on christmas eve you put your job on the line for us
6: it's like you said you have to be willing to sacrifice everything for family
2: like, well, yeah, Tony, maybe you should have listened. Exactly. Be a little patient. But then we get to Winterfest and him and Belinda, you know, they make up very quickly. What? They kiss. <laughs> he calls her a Christmas miracle. I mean, there are just things Mario Lopez can do that I know. other actors cannot do. I know, he I can, know. I mean, it's a true sure gift. He can make this work. Yeah, I'm putting CJ into him. And it's like, I have to remember it's Mario Lopez. <laughs> um. Then after that, So, the whole time that daughter Frankie, you know, she's got this iPad, she's doing Uh videos and filming everybody. Turns out she was making a video to honor her grandmother, Tony and Maggie's mother, and creator of Casa de Milagro. Mm-hmm. Milagro! Yeah. And it's a very cute video. It is. The dance it is very is in it. sweet.
1: The um,
2: dance that we saw, yes.
1: The dance is in it, the grandpa sleeping, and then being like, I see you. Um, and the whole, the whole <laughs> town is just watching their family videos. And you can tell Milagro was obviously, like, the matriarch of this town. Right. Yeah, the whole town is like, Winterfest is kind of dedicated
2: to her basically.
1: Yes, yes. So you also get the sense that she's recently died too.
2: Right. Um, right. So
1: the whole family gets on stage and Maggie's art pieces wheeled out and then it is unveiled and everyone loves it.
3: I am very proud to present to you La Vida de un Milagro Life of a Miracle
2: They're and, feeling it. And the blown it's glass has been
1: incorporated, them. and it's like a it's it's like a family tree in a lot of ways.
2: Yes, 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 yes. And at first it's like, okay, everyone loves this, so now Maggie feels good, but then we don't see Belinda's boss. And Mr. so she's like, Rogers. oh sorry, yeah, you know, I tried to get him to come, but Tony's forgiven her because he's like, you tried. You know, mm-hmm. that's what he what's what matters. But then, right after that, when they're like, oh, he didn't come, Mr. Rogers comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he is just like, I saw everything. (laughs) I love it. I read your proposal. Maggie, your creative director. Wow. And it's like, okay, wow. And then literally he's like, get my jet ready. I got to go. Yeah. It was like Scrooge. You know, like it was like
1: we got to the boss because he goes. I'm not always right. And I need someone, someone brave enough
4: to tell me so. Thank you, Miss Sawyer.
1: And so then we find out, and I did love this because a lot of times the woman just like drops her career and is like, I'll move to Santa Fe. That's not what's happening. Um, Belinda's going to stay in Chicago because she gets a promotion. So does Kevin. Yes. And they are going to get to go to Cabo. You better get your beach body ready because we're
5: going to Cabo. Oh my God.
1: And that's very exciting for them. And she gets Mm -hmm. to like use the special floor of the office that has all of these amazing accoutrements. And Tony is going to spend the rest of the holiday, including New Year's Eve, in Mm -hmm. Chicago.
2: And in case you thought it couldn't get any better, we find out in front of everyone. The winner of this
5: year's ham toss, Belinda Sawyer, 26 feet. Yes!
1: (laughs) 26 feet. Wow. I mean, how, 26 feet. how do you think that high school quarterback feels? <laughs> you know, maybe he maybe he's not allowed to compete.
2: Yeah, maybe because he is a professional, you know, Ugh. so that would be not well. It but really made me want to do a ham tender. toss. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone listening has ever done a ham toss, please do let us know please, on social media. We would please. like to know how it went and what was the farthest anyone threw it. So. You know, this was tenderness, this was magical, and honestly, I can't even believe we managed to talk this long, because I just want to get to our guest, Mm -hmm. the star of the film, the one, the only, Mario Lopez. (laughs) Mario Lopez in the house, coming through, Holiday and Santa Fe style, um... Mario, can you talk to me about how this came to be? We interviewed Christella, and she said you guys were pals and you wanted to do a Christmas movie, and you did, you know, Feliz Navidad. Are you like into Christmas movies in general? Is this your preferred genre? Tell us everything. I love it. It is,
0: is, I guess, my preferred genre, being a family man with three kids. And uh, um, especially we're in that wheelhouse age wise, and I always like to do things that, that are sort of family oriented and have some heart. And we get an opportunity to show a little Latin flavor, sprinkle, sprinkle just a little bit, not necessarily mm-hmm. hit Joe's head with a tortilla. I'm digging it.
1: <laughs> this movie was so, so, so sweet. And the message really was family first. And as you mentioned, you are a dad of three. Is your Christmas shopping finished?
0: <laughs> well, it, uh, my wife would have to answer that because she hands okay. that. I, I, I. <laughs> I'm just standing by as a little elf there.
2: <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. Um, now, Mario, you know, you famously have 14 jobs. So just really quickly, like, when do you sleep? What's going on there? Um, you know, I, I,
0: I managed to kind of get everything in. And, yeah, that's the biggest challenge is trying to get some rest. <laughs> and then going 100 miles an hour, it's tough to kind of shut it all off real quick. But um, fortunately, I'm still there to have breakfast with uh, the family and, and home in time for dinner. So that's what really counts, you know?
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, of
2: course. That's so great. You, I mean,
1: you're kind of like Tony, your character in the film. Very, very family first and very handsome. You guys share a face, obviously. Um <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that you love doing Christmas movies. What are, and Naomi mentioned you have 14 jobs. What are the projects that you're gravitating to the most right now? Do they, do they need to have a message and some heart?
0: I mean, ultimately, I think, I think I'd, I'd love that. And obviously, uh, some sort of original storytelling that uh, could be uh, relatable. But I mean, I stay pretty busy with access daily and then access mm-hmm. Hollywood. And then I got a nationally syndicated radio show on with we Mario listen. that I do with mm-hmm. my wife. And then uh, we're getting ready to do the new season of stay by the bell. And um, <gasps> yeah. some other projects we're putting together, but uh, all, all that uh, is it, great. But the, the holiday films are really exciting. And what I always kind of look forward to, and this one's special because my daughter's in it. So that's cool.
2: Wait, is Frankie your daughter?
0: Yeah, she's my daughter.
2: No! What? Oh okay, we did gosh. not get that information. We did not have we that backstory. Okay. Frankie. And Frankie okay. <laughs> is such a good dancer and really... Okay, well, I wanted to ask you about yes. the dance. We were to be like... Because I was like, okay, you guys seem to learn a dance in 12 seconds in the movie. <laughs> and I wanted to know in real life how long it took you guys to get that choreo. I don't
0: know. My daughter... That was my daughter's choreo. So it took a little longer than that. But what, you know... What, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, you know, she likes doing those little videos and stuff. She's like a little Paula Abdul, so we uh, that uh, just kind of incorporated it into the film. That is okay, so that's
1: amazing. Iconic. And was, iconic. Was this the first movie that you guys had done together?
0: Yeah, we've done, uh, she does a bunch of stuff on Access Hollywood with me, and then on Jane the Virgin, she did one of the voices on Elena Bavillor, but this is our first, uh, our first film together, yeah.
1: Wow. And did you film this on location in Santa Fe?
0: Yeah, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which doesn't really get featured. My it was a beautiful town, but just so to give it a different look, a lot of them take place in the East Coast, so this was nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's—now, you know, having worked with your daughter before, but this was a little bit different. Also, she wasn't playing your daughter. Um was do you are you really able to kind of let her do her job or are you dadding? St- do you know what stage I mean are you dadding. like stage dadding? exactly are you like please hit your mark get together you know what I mean like what are you feeling when you were in that moment
0: it was pretty professional she I mean I had a lot of other stuff to worry about so it was one of the least of my worries she knew all her lines she knew mine <laughs> and so she held me <laughs> up so I didn't have to worry about her too much
2: oh, that's so yeah. sweet um, and then fully unrelated to the film, you know, because I believe in hard hitting journalism. Mario, drop the skincare routine, honey, because you're coming through ageless. just ageless, <laughs> flawless, you need to know the whole thing. I asked Tracy Wigfield, who I used to work with, I said, do you know the routine? Tracy uh-huh. said, Naomi, I can't take this call right now. <laughs> so can you tell me?
0: Oh, she's sweet. I love Tracy, by the way. She's awesome.
2: Um, yeah. I-, I mean, I.
0: Some good makeup going on right there, I
2: think. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I like to uh, stay embalmed with tequila. I think that kind of freezes you.
2: <laughs> Ooh, okay, know. okay. Nice. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to say Please. Mario Lopez told me I could have a lot of tequila. That's and right. that's how I will be drinking at <laughs> the club.
0: <laughs> there you go. It's good for you, too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Was there, I mean, so we talked about the dance scene. Were there any other scenes in the movie that were so, that were like, you know, the most fun to shoot, for instance, because I know lifetime movies, you know, you kind of, you know, you're doing pretty fast. Uh, there's a lot going on. You know, was there anything where you were like, oh, yeah, this is a good time?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of uh, going on, and, you know, we had to abide by all the new COVID protocols and make sure everybody was mm-hmm. cool and everything. So we, we got away unscathed. The roller skating scene was kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot tougher than you think roller well, skating. You haven't done it in a while. So that was kind of fun. Oh, but the yeah. whole process was a lot of fun. <laughs> and, had my friends and family out there, so it made it—it um, it made it a lot of fun.
1: And we loved Maggie. She was so funny. Um, we loved her justice for singles during the skating scene, especially, and the fact that <laughs> yeah, she played Amy your daughter's great.
2: mom.
0: Yeah, that's so wonderful. Yeah, she, she's fantastic. She's a sweetheart. So really lucky to have her. We had a nice little cast, and everybody was really cool, and um, we all got along really well.
1: Mario, yeah. you mentioned the new um, season of Say by the Bell. I love, I actually think it's one of the best reboots yeah. um, because it's actually funny. Oh, and the new cast is really good. Um, what other projects can you can you tease for us coming in 2022?
0: There's that. And there's a couple of other things I'm excited about, but I'm not, I'm not allowed to talk about them at the moment. So oh. uh, mm-hmm. hopefully we can talk about it a little bit later, but um, okay. I'm looking forward to a big uh, 2022.
1: Uh, us too. We're going to say tune to deadline then. Exactly.
2: Uh, Mario thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us I know you gotta go be at another gig right now so we are letting you go but we love this movie it was so fun love whenever you're speaking Spanish for us this was wonderful
0: gracias señoritas oh wow Uh, Feliz Navidad (laughs) Feliz Navidad to you too (laughs) take care girls Bye.
1: bye We were at Universal Studios and Mario was there filming something and he had like given the kid a high five and the kid turns and goes, Mario Lopez gave me a
2: high five and I'll never forget (laughs) it. I'm like, that's how I feel right now. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well, after this beautiful romantic time, you know, we got to pivot because next week we are talking all about the movie Secrets in the Snow. The logline. When Christina goes to meet her new boyfriend's family, she finds herself thrown into a family drama surrounding the death of a family member. Wow. That's- I know. I love That's family intense. drama.
1: And mm-hmm. exciting that we're going out on a juicy one because this will be our final episode of the year of 2021, which, boy, I don't have a lot to say
2: about. I know. 2021. At least it wasn't 2020? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of, I think Mm -hmm. the slogan of 2021, but you guys, thank you for a magical year, but we'll talk more about that later. Anyway, we'll see you next week. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN, because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder. Our editor and sound mixer is Jonathan Siri. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by... Naomi and Megan us 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 I mean you you should know that by now if you've gotten to this point you should know that we're the host okay <laughs> I it feels like we don't even need to say it
1: but we'll put ourselves in the credits <laughs> <laughs>